Well, praise the Lord and welcome to the Romans teaching that we're doing every Monday morning and Thursday morning at 8.30 a.m. Central Time right here on my Pastor Curtis Facebook page. I encourage you to, uh, if you can't watch these live all the time, uh, if, you, if you can, go to the YouTube channel, which is Curtis Hutchinson 316. Everything we do here at Crossway Church is uploaded there. The, the, the sermons, the Galatians teaching we do on Friday mornings and all these and and the uh, Together in Truth teachings that we do with Brother Mayfield and Brother Jones and uh, sometimes. So go to the YouTube channel and avail yourself to all that's going on, the Word of God that's being taught here in truth uh, and as it pertains to the wisdom of Christ's cross. And that's what we're all about. The preaching of the cross is the power of God to us who are being saved. Praise God. So also, we have a website, thecrosswaychurch.com. I would encourage you to go there, hit the donate button, support uh, the, what the Lord is doing here and how you're being blessed and, and, and hearing the Word of God being equipped for the work of the ministry through this very ministry. Just the, not, not any authority except the authority that God gives us and, 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 and through the preaching of the cross, the gospel is the authority of Almighty God. Hallelujah. So also be in prayer with us about our church plant in Wichita Falls, Texas as we have begun that and uh, beginning this next month in January, the second weekend every month, we'll be there at the Hampton Inn at 4217 Kemp Boulevard right there in Wichita Falls, Texas. Again, that's the second weekend every month at the Hampton Inn at 4217 Kemp Boulevard. So come and be with us if you're anywhere near that area. And... Uh, and we're looking forward to, to being there this next time. on the and, it, and it'll be Friday nights at 7 and Saturday mornings at 10. So share that with us. Put the Word out. And for those who love the Word of God in the truth in which it was written, I encourage you to be at those meetings. And we're believing God for a church and for a pastor to be raised up in that area and to see what God is going to do. Every city, every town, and every nation needs a Gospel preaching, cross preaching church, every one of them. And there are very few on the planet today. And when I say what I said, I mean preaching and teaching God's Word in the avenue through which it, it was written, the redemptive plan of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So uh, uh, one last thing before we dig in today. All God's works are done in truth. Psalms 33, 4, very powerful scripture. goes right along with Romans 8 and 2 that talks about uh, for the law of the spirit of life, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death, which reveals to us that the Holy Spirit works by a law. That law is in Christ Jesus, and what it does proves what it means. It made us free from the law of sin and death. Where did that happen? At the cross, the Holy Spirit works exclusively within the perimeters of our faith in the cross of Jesus Christ. And there are many, 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 many scriptures that confirm and verify that. And this little 62-page booklet 
is focused directly on that scripture and, and many other scriptures uh, that will help you understand this, what we mean by the preaching of the cross, that, that God only works in truth. If the Bible says all his works are done in truth, that's very kindergarten. It means he's not working outside of truth. And truth has a name, Jesus. And what makes Jesus anyone's truth is what he did at Calvary. That's very kindergarten. When we move away from the simplicity of Christ out of that manner, we move away from where God can work, and that's called grace. Praise God. Just go to our website, thecrosswaychurch.com. Hit the donate button. Go ahead and put $15 in there. Donate it. Uh, put, make sure your address is in there. Tell us you want the book, and we will mail you the book uh, very quickly. People are buying these. I'm, I've only got a couple more bundles of them, and so so uh, avail yourself to these, and I praise God for you. We are about to move into today Romans chapter 5. Uh, we started this Romans teaching way back on March the 19th. And so all this time, we just now made it today to chapter 5. Romans has 16 chapters. So I'm assuming this is probably at least a two, maybe three-year teaching. So there will be a lot of sessions. And again, they're every Monday morning, Thursday morning, 8.30 a.m. Central Time, live on my Pastor Curtis Facebook page. So I encourage you, get your Bibles. Be ready for these uh, teaching sessions and, and uh, go back later and watch them on the archives again. It's all uploaded at the YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316. Okay, here we are this morning. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We could stay right here for six months. This is so powerful. Therefore, meaning all that was just written, go back and look at all that was just written for you, and therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God. Before we were justified with God by faith, the wrath of God was against us. The wrath of God is against all today. The Bible says in Romans chapter 1, verse 18, that the wrath of God is against all ungodliness and unrighteousness. And ungodliness and unrighteousness is in the lives of those who are lost and without God and those also who anyone who holds God's truth, His word that is truth, in an unrighteous manner, which means outside the perimeters of faith in the sacrifice of Christ. Because... And this is so important that we come back to this place I'll call kindergarten, our, our, the simplicity of Christ. It's so important. The church as a whole, I mean almost all the church, they, they will disagree that today that the cross is not the message needed. That's where we began. That the cross is not the focus. Let me tell you something, folks. Unless that's what our faith is in today and we prove it by that being what we share, that what we preach, that what we teach, that what we see the Holy Spirit showing us the avenue 
in the scriptures of everything God has for us, we're out of, we're out of the place where we, we can't get grace. The book of Galatians teaches that. If we move our faith from exclusively the work of Christ, even though we might say, yes, our faith is in the cross, but we're dabbling in the purpose-driven or the government of 12 or the newest fad that men come out with today and all this paradigm this and paradigm that <coughs> and all this promise keepers where the, the focus was on accountability and not the cross. Accountability is good. We're called to be accountable to each other but, <coughs> but it can never happen outside of faith focus and faith on Christ as the lamb and what he did at Calvary. We never need to forget that. I'll give you a, a, something that I've been given for a few weeks now, several weeks, and it's very important. It, unless you're just angry and don't want to uh, hear the truth and you just equate uh, the message of the cross with some man like it happens all the time. People say, well, uh, uh, you know, that, you know it, the message of the cross has been around for 2,000 years. What are you all talking about? Something It ain't new all of a sudden. No, what is new about the cross, it's always been in the Word. But what's new to the church now, and I pray God you be one of those who are in the move of God for today. Because outside of this, you are not in the move of God. The move of God that's taking place today is not what all the popular preachers out there are saying to get your money. It's what few are saying that'll draw you back to the place of your first love, back to the place of true faith and grace, which is the simplicity of Christ and faith in who He is and what He did at the cross. And that's the move of God that's taking place today. And so many people will just say, well, that's just a tactic of uh, uh, calling a man's name to, to put down all the other ministries to, to make his ministry look like he's the only one right. But you know what? They say that, but none of those people ever bring Scripture to the table. They never bring Scripture to the table. They just gripe and mouth because they're, they're refusing to let the Holy Spirit show them the Word. They have their own scriptures twisted for their own meaning and their own lives are being destroyed and destruction. And, 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 and the enemy is having a heyday there because they, they just don't like some person or that, but they never bring scripture to the table. And the few that do, it, it's, it's perverted. It's out of its context. Let me tell you this morning, and I hope if you're mad or you're happy or whatever the case may be, you'll get your Bibles or you'll write these things down and go back and search them out. All God's words are in righteousness. Proverbs 8 and 8. All the words of my mouth. The entire Bible is the Word of God. All of our Bible, all the words of God are in righteousness. And righteousness only comes by grace. And grace only comes through faith in the death, the cross of Christ. Grace doesn't begin to flow in your life or it doesn't keep flowing in your life when you move your faith from the cross. The only avenue of grace is your faith in the sacrifice of Christ. When we move our faith to the purpose driven, the government of 12, the words you speak, the anything you do, the works you do, then you move yourself from the place called grace. Read Galatians chapter 5, verses 1 through 4. 
where the, the Galatians were being warned. If you go out there and you listen to them and you think you have to go back and be circumcised and follow the law of Moses, listen, go back and start doing for your justification, doing to have the sanctified power of God daily. Let me repeat that. If you're being told you have to do works for the sanctifying power of the Holy Spirit in your life every day, you're being lied to and God through Paul told the church in Galatia, listen, that you've fallen from grace. Grace is God at work doing something in us, for us, by us, through us that we can't do, don't deserve to have done. That's what grace is. And if we move our faith, even if we claim the cross and, the and means we're saying the cross is not enough. The cross is enough because it's the only avenue by which God gives grace and God told the Apostle Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. That means the cross is the only object of faith you and I can have. Listen, all the words of my mouth, God says, are in righteousness. And righteousness, Romans 1, 16 and 17, is only revealed in the gospel as we go from faith in the gospel to faith in the gospel. Think about that. So kindergarten, the simplicity of Christ. Don't let the wisdom of men today, using even God's word like the Judaizers did to move you away from the simplicity of your faith in Christ and Him crucified. Don't do it, folks. Don't do it. And if you have done it, all you have to do is say, God, forgive me. God, forgive me. Lord, bring me back to my first love. Bring me back to the place where I can walk with you and have that inflow, continual inflow of grace. Hallelujah. Galatians 2.21 tells us that righteousness does not come by the law. And Paul said, therefore, I'm not going to set aside grace. I'm not going to push it aside. I'm not going to deny grace because righteousness doesn't come by the law. If it does, that means Christ died in vain. What's he saying? That grace that brings righteousness only comes through the death of Jesus. And not just an initial faith in his death, but whatever God did in Christ at the cross... He did so that by your faith in what He did in Christ at the cross, He could do in and through you today. Think about that. Let's look at this first verse in chapter 5 of Romans again. Therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God. Mark these words down. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. This means through what God was doing in and through His Son, Jesus Christ. Let me say that again. This means what God, not what you, what God was doing in and through Christ Jesus. Remember, your faith, we don't boast in our faith. We only boast in the cross that's the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ, what He did, His death for us. And our faith, our believing upon Christ, He gives us a, the measure of that faith. Think about that. But when we see the words through our Lord Jesus Christ, we're talking about what God did in and through Him for us. Let's read, so let's turn over to 2 Corinthians and confirm this in the Scripture. 
I want us to all be sure that Scripture defines Scripture. A man, don't listen to his writings in his book trying to define Scripture. Scripture will define Scripture. Scripture explains Scripture. Amen. This Scripture will always be confirmed by two or three witnesses. That don't mean people. That means two or three more words in the Word. Amen. You don't need man to confirm the Word. You need the one who is the Word to confirm the Word He wrote to you. Glory to God. That's good stuff. Watch this now. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18. And all things are of God. That means they're not of us. They're not of us. Let me say it again. They're not of us. If the Lamb was slain from before the foundation of the world, Revelation 13, 8, if the Lamb was slain before the foundation of the world, if God had already taken care of all the sins of the people, all those that would come to Him by faith in what He would do in His Son at the cross, if He'd already taken care of all that, it was already a done, complete deal because God could look ahead and see not only that His Son would come and lay His life down, but God could see all those who would believe in Him, not who He would make believe in Him. Get away from that Calvinism. That's false. Those are lies. That's not biblical. But it's always a choice. Men have a choice. If not, we're robots. And we're not robots. Amen. So think about that. We have a choice, and but it's all of God. That means He paid the price. He stirred your heart with the gospel. Amen. He convicted you. He opened your eyes and let you see when you believed. Because you can't have your eyes open, Jesus said, until you're born again. John chapter 3, verses 3 through 5. Read them, write it down, take a note. Don't just say, well, I don't like, never heard that. The question is, my friend, do you want to hear it? Not from me, but from the Bible. A lot of people listen to a teacher or a preacher of the Word and they'll say, well, I don't agree with that. And, and then they'll just go about their own merry way. If you don't agree with it and Scripture's being given, write it down, go look at it. The problem with that is people don't care what God's Word says. They just want to believe whatever it is they want to believe and they expect God to honor whatever it is they believe. And God won't do that. That's why at the great white throne judgment, the judgment there where all are cast into hell at that judgment, and a lot of them will be telling God, didn't I do this? Didn't I do that? And didn't we do this in your name? And, and see, the Lord's going to say, I don't know who you are, but before I throw you into hell, let me tell you who you are. You're workers of iniquity. God's not being mean there. They sowed that. They did that. They rejected Him they denied him by their own works. Titus 1.16, write it down, take a note, it's for you, go look it up. They profess that they know God, but they deny, them, they deny him in their works. They think they can work their way into heaven. They think they can water baptize themselves into heaven. They, and listen, the ones who are going to have the worst place of torment in hell other than the devil and his demons and all of the fallen angels are these folks who use scripture to justify their works before God for salvation, 
for righteousness, for the right standing with God. Didn't I do this? Didn't I do that? And listen, though that all those are going to be at the great white throne judgment because that's the, that's the place of judgment for all the didn't I, didn't we, I did, we did. And the, the judgment seat of Christ is where we're going to get judged because our faith was in what Jesus did for us. And we didn't go around te- using Scripture as twisted and false to try to get men to think you have to work to be saved and justified before God or you have to work to justify your righteous standing or the works all, listen, let's read it again, and all things are of God. This needs to be an illumination in our hearts today. All things are of God. What, what all things? Listen. And all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. God reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Now, we'll come back to that possibly, but look at verse 19. To wit, which means to know, to know that God was in Christ. Where was God? In Christ. When? When he was reconciling the world unto himself. Where did he do that? Where was God in Christ when God was reconciling the world unto himself? when he was on the cross. Remember the Bible says Jesus, in the body, very body of Jesus, he held the Godhead bodily. The Father was with Christ. The Holy Spirit was leading Christ. Watch this. To know that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now, now let me make a point about this last comment in verse 19. And verse 18, the very last thing that verse 18 and verse 19 say, verse 18 says that God has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. That's the redemptive plan of God. That's the focus on the cross. That's the, that's the only ministry God gives His ministers. If you're walking in a place and your focus and your teaching and your preaching is of God's Word and not pointing people continually at all times to the power of God, which is the Lamb of God slain at Calvary, then you can repent today and ask God to help you learn the Scriptures in their righteous context. Watch this. The end of verse 19. And has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. The word of reconciliation. God's word, James called it the perfect law of liberty. And there is no liberty that we can find in the Word unless the Word is attached to Jesus Christ and Him crucified. There He liberated us from the guilt, the shame, the fear of sin, and through our faith in that today we experience the victory and triumph over the guilt, the shame, and the fear of sin and all the bondages that sin can bring in with it. 
all the temptations, all the lust, all the lust of the flesh, the only way they can not be fulfilled in our lives, read Galatians chapter 5, is if we're walking in the Spirit. And walking in the Spirit, Galatians chapter 3, tells us how we began in the Spirit. By believing in the cross of Jesus Christ. Write it down, make a note, don't get mad and turn it off. Oh, that's just what he believes and say, that's just because he's following that man. No, I'm giving you scriptures. If you care anything at all about your relationship with the Lord, anything at all about what's real, which is only going to be found in God's word of reconciliation, you got to get in the word, folks. You can't just get mad at somebody's telling you something just because you didn't know it or just because it's contrary to what you've been taught wrongly all your life. There are ministers being raised up all over the earth today who, are, who the Lord is bringing back to their calling to reconciliation, the ministry of reconciliation. And they're now seeing by the power of the Holy Spirit and God's grace, God's Word in the context of reconciliation. One great example is how when we were out in the charismaniac world, we would use scriptures like we discussed in chapter 4 of Romans, how God calls those things that are not as though they were. And we begin to teach folks that you can do that. You can't do that. Not unless you're calling those things that are not as though they were according to God's redemptive plan. See, the people who just can't see is because they won't see God's Word in its righteous context. And God says, all the words of my mouth are in righteousness. And His righteousness is only revealed in the gospel. And I've given you scriptures for that already. If you just jumped in the middle of this, go back, listen to this whole teaching. It's powerful. God's bringing His church back to the place where we, where we this move of God, the, the things His Bible says we should be experiencing can happen. And unless we come back to the cross, we'll keep faking it till we making it. There are powers inside the church that are not the Holy Spirit. You can want a move of God so bad in your heart and rightly so because we know it's God's will to move and change and deliver and the gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit and, and the miracles and signs and wonders, but unless you come back into the process, God's only way of functioning, which is in the truth, by faith in His words in their righteous context, my friend, you're going to have to start making things up and tagging it as God. We do. That's what the charismatic church is doing. And our mind, you can smell a lemon pie. If you think about a lemon pie, and there won't be one 50 miles near you. Because the mind is a powerful instrument in our bodies. And you can think you're in the middle of a move of God and God be nowhere near, not working in anything at all that you're doing. Because if the Word of God is not being presented as truth in righteousness, Holy Spirit's not going to honor it. And we can get so desperate and, and our emotions and feelings take over and we can have a move of emotions and feelings and we can tag that God and go all over town telling everybody, you ought to come to our church, God's moving in a mighty way and it just be a big move of feelings and emotions. And I know people get mad when they hear this, but is your faith in the cross today, the cross alone, 
Not what the study guides they're presenting you at your church. And if you'll do these three things this week, if, if you'll memorize these three scriptures, and it's good to memorize scripture, but just because you memorize scripture and able to come back next week and, and say those scriptures with your lips <coughs> doesn't mean that God's going to move in your life. Why? Because that's all based on what you're doing. And there are works to be walking. I know people hear me teach and they say, well, that guy thinks we don't have to do anything. No, I'm telling you that everything we do outside of faith in the cross is just us doing stuff. But everything that happens because our faith is in the cross of Christ alone, the Holy Spirit is then leading us and teaching us truth, revealing truth, walking us in truth, empowering us in the truth, and we're in a move of God. But that can only happen as our faith is in the cross of Christ. And I know a lot of Christians say, well, that's where I began. I'm not going back to that. Jesus said, if you don't deny yourself of thoughts like that and take up your cross every day, you can't follow me. You can't be my disciple unless you take up your cross daily and follow me. And the cross is not your divorce, your bankruptcy, your sickness. Your cross is your faith in the cross of Christ. Because there's where he was crucified for you and you were crucified with him. So when we see this, God, all things are of God. None of the things are of us. And that's really what we don't like, folks. We don't like being told that this ain't about you and what you do. But it's not. It's about the Lord and what he does for us in us and through us. And let me say it again today. What God did, and we, we, we prove this in Scripture, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 19, what God did in Christ at the cross is what allows Him now to do in us and through us what He does today. You need to write that down. You need to know that is the truth. What God did in Christ at the cross is the only thing that allows God to do in us and through us today whatever He will do. The cross is what allowed God before the foundation of the world to call those things that are not as though they were. A lost people becoming a found and a people of God. A sick people being healed. But it took the cross for all that. It takes the cross today for anything in your life. So don't, don't say when you hear the message of, oh, they're just following that man and he's tearing that. No. I gave you scripture today for everything that was ministered in its righteous context, which means that it's focused on the cross of Christ. And as I close today, please remember this. For those of you who do have a heart for God, who are hungering and thirsting after righteousness with the promise of being filled. The filling can only happen if that hunger and thirst for God's righteousness is due to a faith placed in the only avenue by which it comes, and that's the cross of Christ. There is no other avenue by which righteousness comes, whether it's the initial status of righteousness or it's daily that we're led by the Spirit in the path of righteousness and bearing the fruits of righteousness. Think only Scripture, only Scripture. We give only Scripture in its redemptive 
context. So I encourage you every week at 8.30, Monday mornings, Thursday mornings, 8.30 a.m. Central Time, join me here live on my Pastor Curtis Facebook page where you can make comments, you can agree, you can say praise God, or, or you can throw tomatoes at me in, in your comments. But please, if you disagree, put the scriptures there and we can help each other along this way. But it all has to be in the redemptive context of Jesus Christ and praise God for you. So just remember, until next time, God bless you, I love you, and stay determined to know nothing but Christ and Him crucified. See you.